0: Okay. Hi, everyone. So we are in our ninth episode of the PDG podcast. I think it's either nine or 10. But what we do know is this, uh, this is our first um, podcast episode of the year 2021. It's been a long time coming. The last time we had everyone here was 2019. So It's been almost two years. Last year, we we filmed two episodes. The first one wasn't that good, and the second one was too personal, so we couldn't post it. But I really believe that this one's going to be a good one. Um, God put a lot of things in our hearts to share, to discuss, and just to have a chill moment where we discuss um, about things happening in the church and our society. So um, I'll start with Grace, and one of the reasons why I invited Grace is because Grace and her team uh, just started a podcast called The Teenagers, and um, I wanted also everyone who follows us right now to go check her her podcast out. I think it's going to go further than this one. And... um, it's I'll put all the links below on the screen on the descriptions and um, Grace tell us about the new podcast introduce yourself and tell us about the podcast.
1: Thank you Brandon. Yeah, my name's Grace and um, I alongside two of my closest friends Kaylinda and Gabriel we host the podcast called the teenagers in which we talk about anything um, but our main focus and goal is to Um, get teenagers like ourselves to you know maybe avoid conforming to society's standards and to maybe just get away from like you know because as a whole we're really backtracked now and there's really crazy things happening right now and um it's just it's a good way for us to talk and get everyone together and kind of give our side of the story in terms of teenagers?
0: Okay, so the reason I I picked this topic called Christ versus Christians is I felt like a lot of young people who grew up especially at church are getting to a point where their relationship with Christians is affecting their relationship with Christ and their view on Christian behaviors, on the Christian system, On Christian culture is affecting their relationship with the purity of who Jesus is and today I wanted to discuss with some youth because I didn't want to come preach I wanted the youth themselves to generally give us their general thoughts of it and for us to get into a general um, discussion about it so my first Chris question to everyone here is has your relationship with christians affected your relationship with christ and vice versa okay
2: so first is like i did grow up in church but like the church i grew up in it was um it was a jamaican church and it was very like conservative right so i've been conservative and like very very religious but i was like very young when i noticed that like okay you guys are preaching all these things but Mm -hmm. you guys there's a lot of gossiping going on Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um i don't know just like things of the flesh a lot of people just sleeping with each other a lot of people backsliding but it's just like but you guys say you're christians um but you know like it's not adding up with the word of god that you guys are preaching but because that church was so toxic that my mom actually left church Mm -hmm. right like completely like she left the church and like we kind of fell off off of christianity so um but also like that church was very like judgmental as well, like because it was very toxic. So even for me, um, I did not set foot into a church until like maybe ten years, like when I decided to give my life back wow. to God. Even when, um, because like I found, uh, like, um, de Grâce off of YouTube, and like even when I messaged like, um me like uh, Pastor Beatrice, we um, she told me to come in. I was like, I don't want to come in, right? I was like, I was scared. I was like, I'm the Christians. Like people are gonna judge me that I don't have any church clothes. I don't have like all these things. Um, so she even like told me, okay, like come around like, like I'm probably thinking too much to the story, but like she told me like come after like twelve or whatever, so that way you're not coming in when there's like praise and worship and stuff like that, and like everyone's gonna be facing the front, so like you'll be fine. But like, yeah.
0: C'est qui se passe maintenant, surtout avec les jeunes. C'est à cause de des choses qui se passent avec les chrétiens, des comportements de chrétiens, mm-hmm. ça affecte directly leur pe- perception of Christ. Mm-hmm. So Gandhi said, me, I have no problem with Jesus, but I just wish people who followed him heard what they said. So there's this is distinction with Christian culture and the pure f- nature of the of the church. Mais maintenant know there are people because of the things that have happened. I don't dans une church. And you, you're in the community, don't you? You, you understand that. Mm-hmm. So, so when they, were you able to distinguish the two? In
3: en fact, euh, I believe je in Jesus, okay, and I also believe that faut aller to go to church to pray. You see, and what I know even le pasteur qui fait tomber le feu du ciel. Il est imparfait, quel que soit le feu qu'il fait tomber du ciel. Tu sais, Moïse a fait des des prodiges, mais il n'était pas parfait, tu as vu? Elie, qui aujourd'hui peut se comparer à Moïse et à Elie pour dire qu'il est lui parfait parce qu'il fait tomber le feu. Tu vois? Donc pour moi, quand je vais à l'église, je je pourrais m'attendre aussi qu'un frère me me fasse. Tu vois Mm-hmm. And Grace, what
0: do you think is the difference between the Christian and Christ?
1: So I, I think it's, com- it's different because Christianity over, it's been a while, like it's been a, around for a long time, so it's like broken telephone, it's, complete translations and translations and translations so i'd necessarily like i i wouldn't say christian and christ is the same thing it's like two completely different things but i'd say christ is the person in which we're it's supposed to embody and represent mm-hmm. and christians it's like like a lifestyle title maybe like what we do how we love others how we are seen in society, portrayed. So that's, I think, the, the difference.
0: Menna, go ahead. Yeah. Okay.
4: Donc, moi, je voulais juste ajouter um, quelque chose par rapport à ce que le frère Yannick a dit parce que j'ai vraiment aimé um, sa réponse à la question. Um, je voulais juste dire que um, deux fois, par exemple, quand nous-même nous venons à l'église, right? Nous avons déjà cette idée dans la tête. Bon, je sais pas pour les autres, mais Par exemple, moi, quand um, je suis par exemple venu à l'église la première fois, um, en tête, j'avais l'idée que ok, les chrétiens sont des gens qui doivent être comme Christ. Et en fait, I was kind of expecting too much from Christians. Or que deux fois je, 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 um, quand j'étais jeune, j'oubliais que les chrétiens ce sont aussi des humains qui font des erreurs, tu vois. Donc deux fois on vient à l'église, on a tellement des expectations, like we have a lot of expectation from other Christians that when, by example, things happen in the church, on est tellement choqué, or que on oublie ce sont des humains, tu vois. Donc I feel like Quand on vient par exemple à une nouvelle église ou bien dans notre église um, qu'on est normalement, on doit pas mettre trop des... we, we, we shouldn't put too much expectation on people especially even if it's the pastor or you know like the the preacher, I don't know who it is. We shouldn't put expectation because they're also human beings, right? So mm-hmm. like whatever you put on them, it's only gonna like bring deception to you, because they're not God. Although Christ was human, but he was also God. He was perfect, but we're not God.
0: At what point do we hold Christians accountable for representing Christ? Because like Grace said, the Christian is the representative of Christ. At what point do we let people be human, but at what point is it too far for the people who represent Christ, les pastor, les serviteurs?
2: The Bible says come as you are, but it doesn't say stay as you are. And I also feel like a lot of Christians like we we are humans, we make mistakes, but it just kind of um it doesn't feel like it but like I'm trying to say it's just like um there needs to be growth, you know? Like you can't always be the same person, you can't always be making the same mistakes over like repentance isn't just God I'm sorry, it's like a change in a lifestyle and I feel like you don't really see that in a lot of Christians, like, okay, you pray, but is there any fruit to your prayers and stuff like that? Not to like sound like um I'm coming for all Christians, but it's just, like, something I often see, right? Because, like, even, like, for me, myself, like, right now, I'm learning on my walk is, like, you need to be born into a new creature, like, you know, your old self has to pass away. I know that's, like, basic, but, like, you don't actually take in, like, how much of yourself needs to die, right, so that you can live for Christ, and, like, it's, like, a complete, like, reset, like, you're not supposed to be the same person anymore. Obviously, it's not going to happen, like, right away, right, as I expected, like, when I first, like, yeah gave my life to christ like i thought like you know like i'm done with the world but like it's something that happens like yeah gradually but yeah that was it
1: you know how now we're hearing how having a relationship with christ isn't necessarily a religion Mm -hmm. per se and i think people are taking that to the extreme like taking it and running with it be like okay this isn't a religion i could do what i want but i think saying that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't practice certain things like as a christian there are things that we can't do and things that we can do. So I think people are taking that whole relationship with Jesus, taking that, but ignoring the fact that, oh, Jesus wants me to be like this. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants me to be like this. So that's how I see yeah. it too. Thank you. Yeah,
4: because, yeah, just for a because, yeah, other uh, chrétiens, by example, just you know, that may drink alcohol, you know, and then they're gonna go in the bible and then they're gonna be like oh my regard people were drinking even jesus himself was drinking tu vois ils vont amener des choses qui sont actually écrit dans la bible mais for me i just feel like les chrétiens comme ça it's kind of like you know those christians that uses the word in a different way f- to kind of excuse their sin tu vois parce que for me personally hein, it all depends on the relationship that you have with christ or the way that let's say example if you drink est-ce que in faisant that, do you feel guilty about it? Because I'm sure that when we do a certain things, and as a human, that conscience peut te dire, like you may just not feel right doing certain things. May there be other like you know, they're gonna do it and use the word to excuse that sin. To uh, go ahead, Liz. <laughs> no, to
0: Adam and Grace, saying it is
2: yes it's not like it is more of a relationship with god than a religion but i also feel like the same people who do that they like they want to feel comfortable living in like in their flesh basically because it's like even if someone preaches basically don't drink it's a sin whatever those same people are like well in the bible blah blah, blah but it's like okay that's ask- what was saying. oh yeah, yeah so going. it's just like why don't you ask god right you have a relationship with christ so if you have a relationship with christ god is this a sin right there's no defining line where it says it well technically you know like the bible says stay so reminded all this stuff right but it's just like ask him and he'll tell you because also um, God's not also gonna require the same thing from everybody. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because when you have a greater calling sometimes, cannot okay, a greater calling, but you know what I mean? When you're gonna be put in a higher position and like um I guess like a pastor where you're representing God on another level, um, maybe God's gonna ask you, like, yeah, from now, don't drink, stay sober, right? Also, if it's your weakness as well. Some people their weaknesses are different than others. If I'm like really vain, maybe um doing makeup and all these things right it's it's my weakness and it's gonna um, cause me to fall closer into temptation so god's also gonna ask me stop wearing it right because it's it's your weakness but yeah and also another thing is because you're like what level are you um
0: does someone have to be like
2: do you have to start like taking in that you represent christ obviously it's something that takes like like i said a lot of the times it's something that goes over time it's progress right it's not going to happen right away but i feel like when you get to the point where you're like this is my father right you realize that you're representing your father's house right because like i remember when i was little and i would want to (laughs) like i forgot but I remember my hair wasn't done, and my mom told me I can't leave the house looking like this because <laughs> they're going to think you don't belong to anybody, da da, yeah. da 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 like, you're leaving the house, they're going to think her mother doesn't take care of her. Yeah. So it's just, like, the way you act outside um, in the world, right, it shows, um, like, you're representing God, right, because that's my father. I have to represent him. And um, I remember, like, do you guys remember the series that um, um, Reverend Jack did about L'Ambassador de Christ? Yeah, yeah. Right, and he talks about, like, um... Evangelizing, right? When you evangelize, that's gonna be like um people in the world. You're gonna be like how they enc- encounter Christ, right? And when you act a certain way, and when you talk a certain way, and when you look like the world, it's kind of hard. Like not hard, but it's just like that's what you're representing, like the Bible for. Do you know what I mean? But it's like even when you read the Bible, it says the world stuff um the world. What is it in James where it's just like you can't be friends with the world and like um follower of god like yes. do you guys know what scripture i'm talking yeah. about mm-hmm. but yeah
0: so i have a a question i want to go deeper we're getting to where we want to go to my question now is at what point do you get to me i've only been in one church so i can't answer this question so i won't answer this sh- question but at what point do you get to a place where your christian environment doesn't represent Christ anymore, and you need to shift your Christian environment. So in more practical terms, at what point do you tell yourself the Christians at this church, the leadership at this church, is not good for my spiritual growth. I need to change churches. Anyone, go ahead.
1: I've never experienced that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) per se, that, oh, I'm not in a good environment. But I did realize how because in my mind i thought christians were like the like all christians were like the african christians i frequent at padre de gras but then when i went to for example my cousins they go to a white church and i grew up in a presbyterian church as well it's really different and then that's when you really realize that yeah like the christian environment you're in right now isn't necessarily the christian environment your white friend is so it's it's really different because culture comes into play like African mindset can influence what the preacher is preaching a white mindset or Canadian that mindset can influence that so I think but I've never experimented like in that as well but just to say it's really like every church is different every culture and yeah culture really influences practicing christianity Mm -hmm.
4: what pushes people to actually be like okay this church is toxic i have to leave it's when things touches them personally people that technically weren't really ready to change to make that change those people take it personally and they feel judged and then they decide to kind of like leave the environment for them to go to a place where they won't feel judged based on something that they weren't ready to change
3: quelle est la place de la religion dans le christianisme? Now you understand? Parce qu'il y a la chrétienté, le christianisme, il y a aussi la religion, vois? You know? mm-hmm. Quelle est la place de la religion dans le christianisme? Et qu'est-ce que Dieu pense de la religion dans le christianisme? La question est bien comprise? Yeah,
0: very well, very well. Very well. Um okay, so I'll answer it. I think religion is a new term that was that 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 was constructed, and re- the term religion is. C'est pas nous qui nous, we don't say this is a religion. You see what I'm saying? People themselves, they, everyone has their own way of believing in God, and people outside said to to define it. Ils ont appelé ça religion. Uh, tu vois ce que je veux the way now. Christians view it now the way we took it and we're like, okay, they labeled us. Let's take it now and divide a relationship with God, with religion. Relationship is me personally, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm praying. And people who are religious don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they're praying. And it's all about them and no one else. Now, I want to bring my concept of religion. My concept of religion is a set of rules A set of a way of thinking or a set of actions okay and now religion is a very tricky thing based on what definition you use okay I think it's good to have a Christian culture and a Christian protocol everyone every Sunday We're at church. There's prayer at 3 p.m. There's all this stuff. I think that's not a problem. Where it becomes a problem is if Christ isn't number one. And if you don't have a relationship with Christ first, because if you just go pray because people are telling you to go pray, but there's no, you said it first, there's no focus. There's no, I'm going to God to look for this. Then that's why I I think it becomes a problem. I think if you follow a set of rules without knowing why you follow a set of rules, I think that becomes a problem. And that's why I believe this religion without a conviction that God gave you is dead. But a religion, when you're honoring God, you have your conviction with God, and God spoke to you and put those convictions in you, but you still come to church Sunday, you still give your tithes and offerings, that's fine. Go ahead.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, evangelist, yeah.
0: (laughs) Me, I'm not there. Me, there. I don't consider myself any one of those. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm a believer in Christ. Okay. Yes. Now, a lot of people I know who left church said there's no love in church. Okay? But now, my question is... What love are we supposed to represent in Christ and what does love look like for you and what do you think is appropriate love in our church constructs? L'église c'est comme
3: un hôpital, un hôpital qui reçoit tout le monde, tu vois, c'est un hôpital. C'est vrai qu'il y a des gens qui sont un peu sensibles, des gens qui sont un peu sensibles, qui veulent venir à l'église, qui se sentent aimés et tout ça, c'est pas un problème du tout. Mais il faut aussi leur faire savoir en venant à l'église que l'église c'est aussi un hôpital. Il y a des malades à l'église. Quand je ne mmh. dis pas avoir des malades, peut-être, peut-être pas physique ou quoi à la main, nous sommes tous malades quelque part. Tu peux croire à quelque chose que je ne crois pas, tu vois. Tu peux faire quelque chose que je ne fais pas. C'est pourquoi je dis qu'il faut s'attendre à tout à l'église. C'est vrai que tu veux un peu d'amour, vivre dans cette famille qui est la famille chrétienne. Mais il faut savoir aussi quelque part que l'église c'est un hôpital qui vient pour guérir les âmes. Guérir les esprits, guérir le corps, ça guérit. C'est comme un hôpital. Quand les gens viennent à l'Église, ils viennent pour beaucoup de choses. Il y a ceux qui viennent chercher la compassion, ceux qui viennent chercher la guérison. Viennent... On vient toujours chercher quelque chose à l'Église.
0: Maintenant, ce fardeau ne peut et ouais. qu'un only be on the pastor. Ma question est What's non, non, the response? Pas okay, okay. Je, pars, yeah, je vais poser sur l'Église, pas yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, le pasteur. Je suis en
3: dans les pasteurs. Moi, je parle de l'Église en général, le corps du Christ. Quand tu vas chercher Dieu. C'est vrai que tu veux, tu veux cet amour-là. Mm-hmm. Tu peux voir que non, si Dieu est amour, donc ceux qui sont à l'Église sont amour. C'est, c'est vrai, mais il faut aussi comprendre que l'Église c'est un hôpital aussi qui soigne les gens mm-hmm. qui ont des problèmes. Il y a des gens qui ont des problèmes de colère, il y a des gens qui ont des problèmes de cupidité. Tu peux rencontrer tout ça parce que c'est c'est comme un hôpital qui soigne les gens aussi, mais tu peux aussi trouver de l'amour, des gens qui t'aiment, qui t'accompagnent dans ton chemin. Donc il faut être prêt à tout.
0: Mm-hmm. Maintenant, you're speaking. A la personne qui vient. A la personne à l'extérieur mm-hmm. Maintenant, non the, us Who are the people who don't love What's, For example If I'm at church And then Quelqu'un te dit Brandon doesn't love C'est quoi ma responsabilité En termes d'amour Vous
3: voyez, On est humain Tu vois Il y a l'église Par exemple tu es là Tu es frère à l'église mm-hmm. Tu t'envers devenir pasteur Et tout ça Tu as la jeunesse Tu vois Tu es actif,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Quand quelqu'un est malade, tu vas rendre visite. Quand il y a un problème, c'est toi qui fais ceci. Tu vois, tu prends soin de tout le monde. Si tu tombais malade et que les gens avec qui tu es ne t'appellent pas, c'est vrai que tu te sens frustré. Tu vois, you feel bad. You know, I je suis avec tout le monde. Quand quelqu'un est malade, je vais le voir. Mais il y a des gens quand quelque chose t'arrive. C'est vrai, nous sommes à l'église. Je ne le fais pas seulement parce que tu me l'as fait. Tu vois mmh. Tu pourrais être là, tu es tombé malade, on t'a pas appelé. Peut-être c'est parce que peut-être c'est parce que tu ne donnes pas la même chose. Peut-être que les gens ne connaissent ne savent pas mmh. que tu es malade,
4: tu vois mmh. Et il faut pas porter rigueur. Correct, okay. Donc moi j'allais parler plus par rapport à cette personne qui dit que um, l'église n'a pas l'amour, right? Um, one thing que j'ai réalisé, c'est que les gens comme ça, j'ai aimé ce que le frère Yannick a dit, il a dit un mot que qui vraiment décrit ces personnes. Tu vois, je sais pas de non plus juger, because I once myself was there, tu vois, but one thing um, que j'ai réalisé c'est que ces personnes-là, most of the time, ils sont sensibles, en fait. Um, souvent, Les gens qui viennent à l'église, ils ont déjà comme you know like a, un vide qu'ils ils essaient de remplir ou bien mm-hmm. ils ont des problèmes, des blessures. They feel like church is where they're gonna have that uh, fixed, tu vois. Maintenant, les gens là, déjà le fait que tu es blessé, tu as des blessures, tu es vide, tu like you mm-hmm. want people to see you. Tu veux que les gens te disent like you know. On dirait, like, they think it's therapy, they want people to ask, how are you, comment ça va, like, you know, they just want kind of, like, attention on them. But one thing, too, that we we forget, en me mettant dans la place de cette personne-là, c'est que, um, si je ne parle pas, les gens ne peuvent pas savoir non plus, right? Most of the time, people like that kind of put themselves on dans cette um, situation de victime, where they kind of just think about them, like, I'm going through this, nobody's nobody's even seeing me i'm here you know dealing with this christians mm-hmm. don't love me all of that but christians don't know that you're going through this because we also have to remember that themselves too they're probably dealing with something that we don't know Tu vois?
2: i was that person because there was times like i wanted to leave because like um i feel like there's no love here da, da. but like you guys came for me too because like i was like that too. i like god corrected me and i corrected myself like i was sensitive mm-hmm. Um, I guess, like, even insecure and all these things, but it's also, like, you're looking for love in the right, the wrong places. Just to correct that person that's saying there's no love in the church because it's kind of like, are you coming to church for people to love you or are you coming to learn the love of God, you know? Because at the same time, so basically, this is a little fun fact. In the Bible, there's four versions of love, right? There's agape that they always talk about, but, like, they never talk about, like, all the other types of love, but, like, I went on a little research I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay.
0: Four types of love.
2: Yeah. So, like, I want to look little, little research. That was a long story how I got there, but there's four types of love. So, it's agape that they always talk about, the love of God for man and man of God, right? And then there's also filia, filia love. So filia love, and then storge love, which is like family. Filia love is like brotherly love, like friends. Storge is like family, and the last one's like eros, but it's love romantic love like sensual love but it's more like when you hear about it in the bible like the greek version it's more centered around lust and you know those things so um what i feel like for christians though is like in the church we're lacking a lot of the agape love and that agape love is usually like the center Mm -hmm. of all the other loves of like brotherly love, um, family love, because we're supposed to have that story of love towards other Christians. Like we're that's why you say like Sir Kevin, you know, like uh, <laughs> Frère and everything, you know. So um, and then the filial love as well. But I feel like a lot of Christians like we're missing that love within us, right? Because it says like what is it? Second um, Corinthians, I think it says that like when we give our lives to God, um, to Christ, um, Christ's love controls us, right? And I feel like for a lot of us it doesn't because um, and we bring, like, worldly love into the church where it's kind of like, I'm selfish, right? I agree with you guys. People got their own problems. They got stuff to do. But it's also, like, when you have the agape love, love for God, um, the the love of God and for man in your heart, Um, when you read 1 Corinthians 14, it says love is selfless, love is patient, love is kind, all these things. It also, agape love is also described as charity, you know? Love thy neighbor as you love thyself. It's the agape love that they're using in that word, right? So it's just, like, it's less... God's love is selfless, right? And I feel like when you have God's love inside of you as well, and you have that relationship with Christ, Christ will tell you, you know, um, call that sister, you know? Like, she's depressed. Call her, you know? Pray for this person. Like, I've had that before. God tell me, pray for this person, right? They're going through stuff. Maybe not call them, but pray for them. And I feel like... um. Yeah, I just feel like the church is missing a lot of that agape love, where it's selfless love. I feel like it's very, very, like, self-centered. It's very, um, I'm going through my own stuff. I don't have time to call you. I don't have time to turn to you and say hi. I've got my own stuff, you know? Why aren't you calling me? Why aren't you this? But that's, like, worldly definition of what love is, right? It's very selfless. When you marry in the world, it's, the Bible says when you marry, it's supposed to be agape love, God's love in the middle. But when you marry in the world, it's that self-love, self, self love, you know? So that's where, like, where I kind of, like, I have to agree with that person or lack a lot of the agape love right um and i would even say sometimes it's very superficial the love that i feel sometimes like in church not everybody you know i'm not coming for nobody but like i'm just saying
0: you 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 can't you can't force love so what are steps to getting closer to that love because you can't just um that type of love comes from the heart You see what I'm saying? It's not something, okay, just so I can have that love, I'm going to do it. So how do you get closer to that love?
2: Okay, you're right because sometimes you may think you have that love, but really like I think I'm being selfless, but I'm really loving like that because I want other people to love me for being such a selfless person. So I agree with that. But for the sake of just have a relationship with God and you know, stop living according to your flesh. Deny yourself, right? And just live more for God. Be more obedient to God because remember, it's, Love of God, um, love of man for God. Start loving God. Start putting Him first and stop putting your flesh first. And that love will come, right? It's going to fill you up. It should fill you up. And if it's not, I feel like you're probably. Doing something
0: I think, sorry to interrupt, but this is the few times where I put my opinion in it too. I believe a lot of, every time Jesus ministered to someone, there's something that happened where He had compassion first. And I think that. Compassion needs to be there, but compassion can only be there if you've been through what the person been through. You see what I'm saying? For um, no, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, say, I'm, I'm giving an example. I'm that, giving. God. I'm giving an. I'm. A, I'm, mm. I'm giving. I'm giving an example. You might not have felt what that person felt, but you could only imagine what the person's going through. And it's not going through, but it's that like try putting yourself. In that person's shoes, and that's that's where I'm go I'm going with, and I believe to have that love, you need to have compassion.
1: Yeah, I I agree, but by experience, I went to I think joy also, and yeah. obviously, no one's gonna be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. But someone who has constant joy, like I went to my cousin's church in um, Barrie, and it was just white people. Yeah, and the atmosphere, just happy. People who are just hugging you and stuff, I guess, like that love. I guess that's what people are looking for because there are some really cold people, um, in the Christian realm in church who, like you said, les tontines, who you don't say hi to me, I'm not gonna say hi to you. So, I think, like, that's that too, and just being happy. And because when once you get like Mama Bear or like anyone who takes the mic says no one leaves the same. Like, you come in, you may come in sad, but you're supposed to come out happy in a way. So I think that's what like, that's what Christians should seek, maybe making people come out of the church happier.
4: Je voulais aussi ajouter un point um, that I feel like most of the time the church also needs to work on, which is sometimes, even the Bible says, « Laisse que le plus like Qui, qui zèr le plus right? But sometimes I feel like le plus like I'm sorry for the term that I'm going to use, but I feel like le plus they think like they're too spiritual to help the the weaker people. And then when there's like a problem, they're gonna be like, oh me, I don't do that. Like I don't deal with that. Like they'll just probably go, oh, I'm gonna go pray or I'll do this. Okay, I feel like quand ya le plus par exemple, il tombe, it does. Spiritual people that should even be praying to, you know, like intercede pour que the weaker ones get up and be at the level that they're at. So it all go goes back to um also having that matureness of like it's not about me. Even if you know I'm here helping like a person that's weak, it's not going to affect my relationship with Christ. It's ça va même aider parce que Dieu veut que nous, nous like God wants us to have that love for one another too. So Les gens come qui sont plus sensible, they kind of feel like people are too spiritual and they don't listen to what, like what they have to say par rapport à their problem that may not be spiritual so
1: and people aren't necessarily conscious of what they're saying because when you come to someone for help, what they say, for example, oh, go pray. Yeah, that doesn't help right. at all, you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess it builds yeah. up frustration in a way. Because, like, how
4: would you even be able to really pray if, like, you feel, you have all these emotions? Because here, we have to also put our shoes on that person's place right la personne est vulnérable like ils n'ont pas de force they can't really do much and that's why they even try to speak about it because they kind of feel like okay if i don't you pas de solution right so you telling the person like go pray but i can't pray right now like i really can't pray that's where i feel like les plus forts doit aussi soutenir les plus faibles parce que if you just leave them there that's why people leave parce que they just want to be to a place and then yeah sorry
2: no, no, I agree with you 100% because like also, Paul says somewhere you guys like and I I see the scripture I just don't remember what it is but Paul says um like I think it was the Corinthians or one of the churches he was saying that like I'm serving you guys right mm-hmm. um so I do agree with that but I'm also gonna say that I disagree that prayer is not gonna help because I do think prayer helps sometimes um
0: I think it's both the, I think where she was getting at is the Wait person's on. soul. Is not in a mental space yeah. to pray, pray. Yeah. so it's it's up to you to calm the person down, then present prayer. Yeah. Okay. I think it's it's like it's like feeding someone raw fish; they still have to eat the fish, yeah. but you have to cook exactly. it in a sense. Okay,
2: but don't you think that like yes, there's times where like I need to talk to someone, like just not be in my head all the time. But like, don't you think as well you can't like I feel like we shouldn't always be turning to people for advice and mm-hmm. um for comfort and sometimes like sometimes god like puts us in these certain situations where it's just like no i want you to come to me and seek me deeper and ask me for advice and ask me to comfort you and all these things right like i can't i understand some people they're not there yet right but i also do think there's cases where like you shouldn't you know me
0: me being to be honest to use my examples yeah that's the go-to move yeah to go to god first but there's sometimes the anguish you're going through yeah there's a reason why Jesus, when he went to Gistimane, brought Peter, James, and John. Mm-hmm. The the To comfort the anguish you're going, it's not going to work, mm-hmm. but it's a comforting mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, like you see, when I would go through something, I would call uh, my brother in France, and he would be like, you know, I went through that, that. I don't need your advice. Me just hearing that, and then I could pray. You see, so it there's a, the go-to is that. If you're going through anything, pray. But there's sometimes, like you said, you're the one who mentioned it. The love of God will push you to call someone Mm -hmm. and be like, God told me to go to you. You see, so there's a room for all that stuff. It's just, it's so powerful when you're going through someone and a brother calls you. And he says, oh, God spoke to me. I need to be there. I heard what's happening. God's still using you. It's such a, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. more than just an angel coming to you. It's such yeah. a comforting yeah. feeling, yeah. you see? And that's what I mean.
2: Okay, yeah. I know what you mean. Because, like, like, I'm thinking more of, like, all those who are heavy laden come to me and I'll yeah. give you rest. But, like, I understand what you mean. Support yeah. as well. It's just, like, because I also, I don't know, like, we're like you said, like, we're still human. And I feel like it's a lot sometimes expecting other humans to, like, carry
1: your burdens. But, yeah. like, I agree with you. Yeah.
0: When does imposing your culture Become too much?
1: Um, when you kind of start to cover it With the Bible okay. And say Oh if you don't do this You might not make it to heaven Or it, like making people feel guilty For not acting the way you act mm-hmm. I think that's when it's like A mm-hmm. problem It's nice to Elevate his enfants The way they should go Definitely I don't think there is some music secular music that's too bad that i don't think people should be listening mm-hmm. to but being conscious and maybe educating oneself like parents could start to learn oh this is what canada is like this is what you guys are seeing on the internet this is what they're teaching at school so that they're more conscious and don't get offended mm-hmm. whenever the kid does this you know mm-hmm.
4: yeah that's good you know the, the funny thing about like la culture in general and la, well and la culture i feel like the thing is what i personally don't like when those two are kind of together is the fact that when we put culture to those people that kind of like can impose that culture they kind of feel like no what i'm saying is right and you guys are always wrong so to them it's kind of like because they grew up that way let's say by example listening to rap or christian um singing rap or something like that it's, it, it puts them in kind of like a, a higher job, level anything. where <laughs> where they're gonna think like okay this whatever you're doing without even know like why i'm doing this like grace said they're just gonna think like it's wrong which for me i kind of don't agree with it just because you have grown in this way does not mean that you know what the way we're doing things now is wrong because they also have to remember the generations évoluent and things do change
2: yes. be careful when you say like you evolve because i notice like a lot of things that people like they're progressive christians yeah, and exactly. i'm a progressive christian that thinks like lgbt community is like okay because i'm progressive or this and this and that because it's like okay yes generations are different like we have technologies our parents didn't but like the word of god is still the same today tomorrow mm-hmm. and like yesterday and that's never gonna change right so like that's why i'm just like i don't like you just like use that word but it's just like you know like god never evolves you know but like yeah the same.
4: so this is more like a situation question okay let's have an example um nice. this person or this dad in the church okay did something to you and because because in their culture, they never apologize to younger kids. Now they kind of have this. Um, I can call it leur parce because it is in the word of God. It's even if the person is younger than you, you should always apologize. Now, with the culture and the Christianism, how is can we define this person that you know did wrong to a younger kid, but they don't want to apologize? Mais quand ils prient, ils ont l'anxiété tout ça, mais il y a une you know, situation that they do pas fix parce que dans leur culture, les should ne devraient jamais apologize aux enfants plus jeunes. Yannick, tu peux aller. Hein?
3: Donc, c'est juste que les grandes personnes se disent, bon, c'est mon fils, bon, je veux juste lui parler. Quand bon, c'est la maman qui, qui est fâchée, et puis elle a commis une et puis elle va juste parler elle t'appelle, ah, tu veux manger, tu veux manger elle ne dit pas pardon. Ça, ça c'est sa façon de s'excuser. En fait, ce n'est pas que les parents s'excusent pas, mais ils ont leur façon de s'excuser. Okay, mais
4: what, what if dans cette mm. faire... Oui, what if dans cette situation, c'est même pas, on met les parents à côté, mais okay, okay. un grand en général. Et les, cette situation a créé quelque chose dans mon cœur où, mm. par exemple, tu me demandes pas pardon et tu essaies seulement de de faire façon façon pour que moi je comprenne tu me dis pardon non, mais moi je sais pardon. pas que tu dis ça alors moi par exemple dans mon cœur je sais que you Donc, know, tu m'as fait quelque chose exactement ici.
3: ça dépend d'une ouais. personne à une autre de ce côté là mm-hmm. ça dépend d'une personne à une autre je sais souvent les parents parfois ils veulent ils veulent pas dire mon enfant pardon il, il va juste commencer à te parler il va dire des trucs mais dans la société comme un grand frère ou quand il te fait du mal il y a ceux qui demandent pardon depuis l'Afrique Il te dit, par... oh, écoute, je suis désolé, pardonne-moi. Mais souvent, c'est les parents, bon, souvent les parents qui t'élèvent, ils veulent pas, parce qu'ils vont venir là, il va demander pardon à chaque fois, parce que tu sais, ils aussi, ils font des trucs à chaque fois, il va commencer à chaque fois venir, pardonne-moi, 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 parce que ça va se répéter encore. Si tu avais tapé, c'est pas que quand il demande de pardon, il ne tapera plus. Ils vont encore te taper pour demander encore pardon, tu oui. vois C'est comme ça, en fait. Mais en ce qui concerne les grands frères, les petits frères, les sœurs, les frères, c'est. En parlant de la culture aussi, yeah. vous allez, c'est pour vous tous, hein? Que pensez-vous de Daddy Quand, Parce que le pasteur devient un terme bas. Quand on dit pasteur, c'est encore bas. Donc faut dire Daddy pour qu'ils sentent que voilà, c'est lui, hein? le chef de l'église ou le, celui qui contrôle tout, tu vois mm. Ça.
0: Comme c'est dans ton cœur, what's your comment about it? Non, comme c'est dans non, ton moi, cœur, how do you, oui, you feel about it? Je suis
3: curieux oui. parce que souvent c'est dans la culture africaine, je parle d'Afrique ah, en général. Okay. Parce que souvent en Occident, quand je vois les pasteurs, je peux dire, disons, laisse-moi dire blanc ou quoi, mm. c'est comme s'il n'y a pas vraiment le système de daddy.
0: Oui, mais um, ah. et chez nous, on appelle ouais. papa. John, non. papa James. Non. Écoute. Et, et, et à l'Occident ils appellent pas non, non, papa. Non nous avons
3: il y a la Bible. Mm-hmm. Okay? C'est vrai que tu dis qu'en Afrique on dit papa James, papa James. Mais c'est différent du daddy du pasteur. C'est pas la même chose. Comment ça? Non oui c'est différent. Mm? La place du daddy, ce daddy là qui est qui dans notre culture africaine. La place du dites-moi un peu la place. Comment vous pensez? Qu'est-ce que vous pensez en fait?
2: Ah? Hey. I don't know if I'm answering the question, like, directly, but me, I'm I am going to be
0: s- honest. will answer. I'm going to be very honest.
2: Uh, but I feel like it's not just the African thing either, like, because, like, I'm making, like, we do do that in Jamaica Jamaican, as well. Like, yeah, we, we say, like, yeah. we, if someone's older than you, you automatically have to call them, like, mom or, like, dad, yeah. right? But as far as, like, those passes, I'm not going to bless you because you don't call me daddy. Like, that's, that's just your flesh talking. Like, what the heck? Like, it just sounds like you yeah. want to be, like... I don't know, it just sounds like you're it's your flesh talking more than um you like you being a Christian, like you should still bless. Yeah. No, I'm no, just saying that pastors person, that are like, the, like I'm not gonna one, bless you because person, you don't what? call me daddy. No, 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 like that's no, no, weird, no, no. like
3: he, he didn't say that like he's not gonna bless you because you didn't call him daddy, right? I'm not I'm not saying that. I say when he blesses, like you you still you said dans l'église, okay? You m'appelles daddy, you should pastor. Elle, elle m'appelle pasteur. OK Donc la bénédiction que je te donne à toi c'est plus parce que tu me considères comme daddy. Elle comme elle me considère voilà, tu es ma fille. Comme elle elle me considère mm. comme euh, mm. un, juste un pasteur, donc ça sera pas la même chose parce qu'il y a des bénédictions qu'on donne aux enfants. You got what I mean yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like like I said when I say mom, mom mommy daddy if I say papa ou mama right like I'm not like I'm saying it out of respecting because you're mm. an elder. I'm not saying it because you're my father. You're my mother. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, I've seen cases in the church where they don't call the pastor um, daddy or Memi, but he took the place, like the church I was before, like, he took the place of God. Mm. His word was like God, you know? They, it was almost like like... Side story, but she's like, when I was younger, I thought he was God, right? Like, cause I didn't understand that. That's how like much they worshipped the pastor at the church, wow. in a sense. Even though they thought they were worshiping God, our God, like, because that's how much their hearts were attached to that man, right? So it's just like. um is it still wrong to just be, like, from you guys' opinion, from what you're saying, like, I say mama, I say papa, because, like, it's a culture thing, but it's not because I'm attached to that person, because I also, like, agree, like, I cause my relationship with my parents as well, like, my biological parents is, like, I know they're not perfect, I know they make mistakes, mm-hmm. I know, like, these things, so that's why when I say, um, when I look at, like, Mama Bey or Papa Jack, like it's like for me, like I'm not looking at them, like they're my idol. Can I answer after? Because I'm
0: very passionate here. I'll let it out and then I'll let. So I want to clarify something. It's not personal. We 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 we. Yeah, me. I'm 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 I'm. I know, but it's just like an example because it was wrong there. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference between. To me, personally, because I want to be very clear, mm. to you what? There's a difference between acknowledging someone as an elder. They de la foi. It's modern-day terms. C'est pas des péchés because you're not representing these people as you're acknowledging that they've been there. They're they're elders in the community. Ça, j'ai pas un but me, my pro- I, let me. To me, to be honest let me because me I don't believe in titles let me t- I know you your thing is titles me I'm gonna answer with taking away titles okay me I believe in intention if your intention is this person is an elder only respect is it if that's your intention I have no problem with that but if that person takes the role of your biological father then that's where I become very okay this person's flawed Pascal, you know why if when that person takes the role of your biological father and you realize that he doesn't have the same love that you expected him to have he doesn't react the way you expected him to react then that becomes a problem me i'll tell you the truth i'm not going to respond to the daddy stuff me i'm more going to touch the intention if your intention in doing this is recognizing them as an elder as an elder in the community that's that's on you but if your intention in what you're doing is making them your father. Là, that, that's too big of a burden. That's where I stand. I'm not going to answer the daddy stuff. Much, I won't answer, but me, it's the heart that I'm more concerned about.
3: Je parle de l'appellation. Jésus n'entre même pas dans
4: le cœur, dans le quoi Il est juste un peu au-dessus là il parle juste de l'appellation. Juste en observant notre église, c'est en, c'est en fait ça. Les gens qui sont par exemple deux mois dans l'église, ils appellent pasteur Jacques, maman Bea, pasteur Beatrice. Mais c'est ça les gens qui they've been there, you know, like people that are close to l'équipe pastorale en fait. It's I feel like for me personally, c'est le constat que j'ai fait, c'est presque ces gens-là qui appellent. And I personally just believe c'est c'est aussi le respect parce que, you know sometimes like I've heard il y a d'autres gens par exemple un pasteur qui a let's say 25 ans 23 ans I don't think un papa un like a, un papa vraiment you know un pa- congolais un papa congolais va aussi se permettre à l'appeler daddy like you know it just for them too it, it doesn't sound right a little debate
0: here about father but it's not ah huh? no I'm gonna close so we just got to a little small debate so I'm gonna let everyone give their own thing based on your experiences with Christ and Christians and how they both, um, what encouragement or word can you give to someone listening where their relationship with Christians is affecting their relationship with Christ? What word of encouragement can you give them to, to, I guess, to just help them in general in their Christian communities?
1: That's, yeah, I forgot what I was
0: going to say okay christ is the true leader <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
2: um i agree with grace though it's just um seek god for yourself stop letting other people's relationship with god um affect yours with like your relationship with him right but is it individual like your salvation is on your own right it's not based on other people so seek god for yourself have a relationship with god for yourself right? Yeah.
4: Um so ce que moi je peux dire à une personne c'est que um well the kind of said it, what I wanted to say um je peux dire que si vraiment vous cherchez l'amour le véritable amour Christ est amour c'est lui le véritable amour um n'essayez pas de de faire confiance aux hommes mais en fait faites confiance à Dieu et lui-même il sera capable de combler toutes les vides ou bien toutes les blessures que vous voulez que les hommes puissent combler donc c'est un peu ça
3: ce que moi je pourrais dire quand on vient prier quand on va à l'église on va pour Jésus On va d'abord, premièrement, pour rencontrer le Christ, le Seigneur. C'est vrai que l'environnement, tu vois, il faut que l'environnement soit aussi favorable. Là où tu vas prier, tu aimerais aussi avoir des gens qui t'aiment, qui t'écoutent et tout ça. Mais si euh, ça arrivait que ça n'y est pas et que tu as quand même le moyen, tu vois que c'est un endroit où tu pourrais prier et y rester, pourquoi pas Tu peux continuer à prier au lieu de rester à la maison, à ne rien faire ou... euh, À suivre à la télé, parfois c'est quand même différent d'aller à l'église et suivre à la télé. Parfois, il y a quand même une différence. Moi, parfois, je sens cette différence quand je vais à l'église et parfois, quand je suis à la télé, le mouvement mmh. parce qu'à l'église, il y a le mouvement de l'esprit aussi. Mmh. Tu vois, il l'esprit qui bouge ici et là. Il mmh. y, y, y a quand même une différence. C'est juste que dans tout ce qu'on fait, en fait, il faut qu'il y ait l'amour. En fait, yeah. la base de toute chose, c'est l'amour. C'est même mmh. le commandement que le Christ nous a laissé. Um, aimez-vous les uns les autres comme je vous ai aimé, tu vois. Donc la base c'est l'amour. Ok. Donc, c'est ce que je pourrais dire. Aimons-nous les uns les autres comme le Christ nous a aimé.
0: Anyways, thank you for joining. Uh, this was the PDG podcast episode, and see you next, um, next, next time. Subscribe, visit the Teenagers, and um, hope to see y'all soon. Thank you for coming. See ya.